This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello, and with me today, Cam Rossler, we have two of BFM's finest. One is uh, an old hand here at A Bit of Culture. Uh, she is a campaign producer at BFM. She is Julian Yap. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me back. Always a pleasure. And we have a first-timer here on A Bit of Culture. And also, well, this won't work for listeners at home, but they're in the same room, which is a brand new first-time thing for, for us on A Bit of Culture for like two years now with Zoom. But still separate from Cam. We'll never see you ever again in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do we even exist in 3D even more? Uh, she is Sabrina Yusuf. Hi, thanks for having me on the show. Oh, a pleasure. And she is a video producer at BFM. Great to have you. New blood. Uh, so let's start. Our three topics are this week will be, I don't even know how to describe your, your topic, uh, Julian. It's one of the longest I've, I've read. That's all right. We'll get into it. But, yeah. but just say, what is it? How anonymity isn't the norm anymore when it comes to the internet. Yeah, oh, okay. that's not the default. Sounds like a research paper. Oh, no. <laughs> it no, no. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of cultural research paper. <laughs> yeah. And then topic number two will be um, reaction videos. How come I like them? And how come other people don't? And finally, topic number three will be mm, reflections on having children, perhaps. Yeah. Well, not, not me personally, but I guess it's triggered by a certain family event and a new member of the family coming in. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, uh, Julian, we're topic number one, uh, anonymity, accountability, mm -hmm. internet. Yeah. So um, I think for a lot of people who I don't think Sabrina and I, we, I think we're like kind of like kind of a bit later into it, but I think a lot of people who um, have had the internet probably later in life, probably in their 20s, you know, when the internet kind of started in the 90s and the early 2000s, who I think a lot of people would remember that when it came to the internet, and especially what we were taught when we were growing up, is that when you're in, on the internet, you have to be careful, you have to be safe. So um, platforms like Friendster or blogging platforms, I don't know the name of blogging platforms, but um, <laughs> it was always you ha you should be using a different name or a, or a throwaway account. You don't share your birthday, your your age, none of that, or your, even your, your your location. That was, you know, that was just kind of what you were taught because that it was for privacy reasons, that was for safety reasons. But I think a lot of younger kids today, and we touched about this very, very, very briefly the last time I was on the show, so I wanted to bring it up this time, was um, a lot of kids today, kids who've grown up with Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, um, that isn't the norm anymore. And it, it's actually more of um, upfront, you should be giving your your first name. Uh, you should be giving your 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 date of birth. Maybe not even your date of birth. You can, you can give the high school that you're at at the moment. You can give your age, and it's very easy to extrapolate a lot of information from that. And that also kind of extends to um, how you stand on a lot of things. I think, especially over the last few years, especially on the internet, um, things with a lot of causes coming up, social causes. It's you know become very normal to put out very put out front how you where you stand on those causes and also because then it becomes whoa so you don't so you're not supporting this so you know where other people stand on the causes that you support and how you should align with them and it's really weird to see because it's almost sort of like that the priority is no longer on your own safety and your own privacy because ultimately for a lot of young people today it isn't you know that isn't the default. It isn't to protect yourself. That's why, um, and all of this is completely because of 
platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, because they have said from the start, okay, so you have to use your real name. You have to tell us when your birthday is, where you work, where you went to school, so you can connect with people that you know. And because of that, they've used the algorithm to kind of um, serve you things on a platter. And a lot of, that's why TikTok doesn't, I personally don't enjoy TikTok and Instagram because of that, because you are served things on a platter like that. The algorithm works for you. There's no way to curate that content for yourself. And for that ease of information and to get that kind of content, you've given up so much of that. I think we talked about this with Matt Armitage a while ago, like I think two years ago, um, Cam. So, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I was actually thinking of a, a, a similar kind of topic to this because I wanted to put to both of you a similar kind of thing, which is, but Sabrina, you, you, we, we found out just before that you have the same birthday, the two of you, but a year yeah. apart. Birthday so friends. You're, you're pretty much contemporaries. <laughs> uh, you know, but just I want to refer back to something that Julian said a while ago is that you said you don't care about the man, them, having all your information. See, I was hoping you wouldn't remember that. Oh, but. okay. <laughs> so, I mean, Sabrina, where do you stand on this? Um, I'm kind of sort of there only because, like, you know, I'm already in it, in this world so much. Um, you know, also growing up in the internet, growing up in that anonymity of, like, don't talk to strangers online and actually doing the opposite and making friends online and, like, doing all these things. Um... But I think just to go back to your point of like having having to put your stance or something online and trying to put as much of yourself out there as possible, I think a lot of it has to do with how I guess we're also trying to legitimize ourselves as a personality or like our identities and try to say, hey, this is who I am and this is what I stand for. And I want that to be known so that other people can relate and, and talk to me and, you know, we can have a relationship. Um, I think that's kind of like because it's so hyper-focus now in the algorithm, it's scary, but it's also like how people do uh, network in this age, at least, um, according to their interests and their stances. And then you can already check the boxes. Okay, we're probably going to agree on the same things at school. You're not going to be like, <laughs> uh, you know, on my back or something about, you know, a, a view or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just too... It, my TikTok algorithm is already so hyper-specific to what I like. <laughs> so I'm like, sure, okay, yeah, you know, here for a good time, not a long time. You can have all my data, I don't mind. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I think as well. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. so, uh, okay, but I, uh, I want to ask, though, that, you know, when... I didn't have this growing up, but when you're on the internet and you're, you're putting out your, your profile and you're putting out your self-image... Is it a performance? Is it for real? Is it actually really who you are? Or are you reacting to a sort of a, an internet peer pressure to sort of like define, well, I better not say that. I better, okay, I can say that. And, you know, wh what are the parameters of who you are allowed to be? I think that's why a lot of, I think that's the thing. It's so, people, obviously, different people use the internet in different ways. And if, if you want to put that stance out there and if you want to, if you want to use it in a way where you're responding to something and you want to see, you want to be seen to be responding to something, it's also that worry of being accountable for things that you've said in, in the past, right? It Essentially, no one should be entitled to know what, to, to that kind of information, you know? Mm. I, I don't know if I'm explaining myself. Yeah, no, I get it. I think it's a bit weird to like, like if you're just walking on the street and be like, hey, what do you feel about gay rights or whatever yeah. example, you know? Yeah. It, it will be a bit weird in that sense, but... 
in online because there's no like because things are just out there for you to see and discover there's a bit of like oh why aren't you making it clear that this is you know what your view on this what your stance but the thing is the online internet is internet is just there but other people have like you know day-to-day things as well but the expectations on these two different spheres are different and like i guess you uh, cam you use the internet in the way that i guess the what the default was which was being careful with you know protecting your information but also putting out that version of yourself has that yeah. changed recently with you know the advent of facebook and you know wanting to share that kind of information so you've got twitter you've got people who follow you on twitter yeah and I, and i say very very little yeah um i say very little uh because i'm afraid actually i'm kind of scared mm-hmm. i don't i don't I don't want to, you know, the kind of thing that you're talking about for me growing up, it was a, it was a poster on my bedroom wall. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a statement of who I was, you know, Palestinian rights or something. And then I might wear a little badge and I walk in the streets and people could say, I agree, I disagree. But now you're, you're kind of expected to set the whole world. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of scary because I, I know, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> and it's also the worry of, you know, you want to be on the right side of things, or at least yeah. you want to feel that you're on the right side of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I sense the two of you are quite different, though. I think that Sabrina is a bit more, eh, whatever, I don't care. Oh, uh, well, I mean, no, the the whole, like, I get that fear of, of saying things because, like, I do realize that I have, between now and, say, when I was first, you know, sharing everything about myself on the internet, you know, in school because I want to be out there versus now, like, is significantly, like, lessened, like... As little as people know about me as possible, the better because I want you know because it's hard online somehow is like your journey to discovering and learning something feels like a really cramped exam that you can't have to study over the weekend for yeah and you're and gonna then, have to form your opinion by tomorrow yeah, on the, yeah, yeah. the current crisis that's going yeah, on yeah so it's it's the pressure I think that fear is from there at least for me like oh you know what I'm just gonna stay in my lane you know and you know just do things on my own time and learn things as I go with like other people um but yeah wow fear is I'm so pleased I'm not young anymore <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'm, I wish I was older to be fair it's um, hard out there yeah <laughs> it feels like it, it sounds like it's just re- like an exam oh my god but you're right I understand that not, not to say that it's like like a bad thing like I think it's 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 Helped a lot of causes in a lot of ways as well. But I think with it comes this, you know, all the... The pressure. The pressure and then the personal thing of like, ah, I'm I'm not going fast enough. I'm not learning fast enough. You know, there's got to be, I got to be more this or more that. But mm. You want to be part of the conversation, yeah. but you don't want to be late to the conversation and you yeah. don't want to say the wrong thing in the conversation. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, if you yeah. do see the wrong thing, it's going to be up there forever. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. But the good thing is it comes with pictures of cats. Yes. yes, for sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everything's okay. Okay, we're going to move on though, and I'm I suspect Julian that we're going to we're going to come back to this one from time to time. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, for it, sure. this is never ending, and we're always going to keep suffering because of the internet and because of Mark Zuckerberg and what he's done to all of us. <laughs> you people are too young for Facebook. We're the perfect age because we saw the yeah. the before times, and we've seen we're in the after times now, and we yeah. know how good it used to be. We and how had bad. the the HTML. MySpace yeah. template websites. I miss it. The profiles, clip art. The mm. clip art, the music on the profile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? I miss well it so much. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I, we had pogo sticks. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Um, so uh, we move on to topic number two, which is uh, reaction videos. Now, um, we had a brief chat beforehand and you confirmed a suspicion of mine. So the reaction video would be, it seems it's something that I have watched, do watch. And it's uh, especially on music. So on YouTube and then somebody would be playing uh, Pink Floyd, say. I love Pink Floyd. And they would be a person who is of a, just of, of the wrong age, of the wrong culture for that matter. And then they would listen to it and they would react to it. And, and I watched them. And I watched them playing music that I know very well that I love. Um, you're going to go, wow, that's great, that's great. Um, oh, you know, mind-blowing and all that kind of thing. And, it, and as I'm, I've, I've even become quite emotional sometimes when watching these. And whenever I become emotional, I always become suspicious. Uh, <laughs> to be able to induce that kind of emotion from me so fast makes me think, eh, some, someone's up to something. <laughs> um, but it seems that you two don't, don't have this phenomena in your lives. I, I know a lot of people who do have it, and they're all about my age. But you two don't, don't have such a thing. Like reaction videos? Yeah, but you were saying they're called something else. You no, know, I think we're, I think when we when you say reaction videos, we're both thinking about different types of reaction videos. Oh, oh okay, fair enough. Yes. So what do you think of it is, yeah, what is it to you, Kim? I get suspicious because my self-image, as indeed will be yours, is wrapped up with all the, the various uh, cultural icons and uh, images that we've accrued over life that define who we think we are. So for me, you know, Beatles and Pink Floyd and everything are very important because I, I couldn't imagine myself without them and I, I would hope that people would see them in me as well. So when I see somebody of a very different age and culture for that matter, enjoying my thing, it's very self-verifying. I can slap myself on the back and go, yes, my music is the best. <laughs> <laughs> this is on brand, this, this I understand. For you. Oh, you understand it in me. You don't understand it in you. No, no, no. As in, like, I didn't see you as a reaction video person. Now I get it. Right, right, because, yeah. Because, like, our reaction videos is, like, you know, a bunch of people reacting to, like, a cat doing something very strange or, like, a person falling down some stairs. And oh, reacting, okay. Oh, my God, okay. yeah. Uh, right. But, yeah, then, then it becomes your reaction. We are reacting to the people reacting to what they're seeing. Yes. Right. So like our thing is like, ah, that person made a funny reaction to watching this thing that maybe I had not seen or had already right. seen. Well, well, my definition then, by, according to my definition, do you two have such a thing in your lives? I, I guess in I, the I same... Think not. I think in the same... I have that, but for films, but they're more so in the review way. So people right. who share what they enjoy, but they... They share their thoughts as they're watching a movie. I think that's a very popular thing that goes around. Um, these are the funny bits that I found. I had these thoughts and I'm like, oh, yeah, I had the same thoughts as well. Haha, <laughs> It is really funny. Twilight is hilarious. Yeah. Sabrina, have you ever encountered yourself? Now I'm thinking of what a reaction video is because it's interesting when you put a review as a reaction video mm. because that's essentially what it is, right? When people review things, it's the Yeah, but we're seeing the it. instantaneous reaction of a person to a cultural moment. Not, not, not considered. So a review is like, I thought about it and this is my consideration. But actually, it's happening right in front of them and I'm watching them react to it on the spot. Mm, other than the funny, like, fine bros, you know, react, elders react yeah. to pop music, standard stuff. 
No, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, because I and I think I because I I when I thought up this topic, I was thinking I wonder if they have it and I, because I think it's an age thing. I think that because I'm a doddering old man, and I and I know that my tastes have been superseded, so it is always um, very much appreciated by the likes of me to to sort of see young people still remember that thing. But you're still in that moment of accruing ideas, whereas mine are completely ossified. So you you purely use this as a as a taste sort of not 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 trends, but like. In in a curation of your own of your own you know interests way, you don't use it as a reaction. You don't use it for the reaction. You use it for the for the content that they're reacting to. No, I, the reaction as well. But I realized that so sometimes it would be a fella who who is very knowledgeable on music, but he's uh, he's an African American and he's listening to Pink Floyd, which is absolutely white man music, and he's coming from a hip hop background. And I realize that I have never made and probably and, and I never will make the the effort to go to his music I will never because because like you know I've just shut it off all I'm doing is just being gratified to to see him sprinkle appreciation dust on my fine catalog uh whereas I, I couldn't I can't bother to go and do hip-hop I think I'm starting to like, like I get it really, I get it yeah because I remember because because there's also the other, there's this genre of <laughs> reaction videos that I think a lot of like, at least like Macham, my mom loves to watch videos of white people reacting to Malaysian things because like, wow, this is what's up here, can wow, they like this stuff, you know, like, well, cool, we're, we're cool, we're... That's really popular. We're progress, yeah. yeah. So I get the, the validating part of it. And yeah. I, I, I would say once upon a time when I was younger, I would be like, yeah, White validation, <laughs> yes, you know, like Malaysia, cool. We're not all bad. Yeah. You know? People know who we are. People know who yeah. we are. Oh my god, yeah. But but right now in your life, you just don't feel the need for that. It just it's of no interest to you. No, not in the probably not the same way. Yeah, probably because I guess in that same way, we're also we have we're sure enough of our thing that we. Maybe to look for other ways of validation, for example. It's also served to us, right? So, like, imagine you're on Instagram and you see a, a cooking video and you like this cooking video and you're served 10 more. So, you know, ah, oh, I like the best kind of cooking video. So, But I would also suggest that you, you mentioned Twilight earlier and you, you may you may hate Twilight, um, but you know that Twilight is still current in the in the conversation. The actors are still young and they're still doing their thing. Whereas, you know, my kind of movies, I go back to like Godfather Part 2. They're all, if they're still alive, they're in their 80s. You know, their, their, their cultural output is finished. The story has come to an end. So I'm, I'm grasping at the, uh, the last, last little glowing embers in the eyes of others uh, that, that my, my world still exists. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we kind of have it but in the i love twilight by the way i'm not gonna I'm not gonna let that slide i love twilight it's perfect but um i think we do have that in probably in the same way but i don't personally i don't go seeking it i don't look no. for it because i i think it is also you see it condensed in a in a very not all the time but you do come across them you see them condensed in like maybe a tiktok um someone who is reacting to it who or or maybe like an older film we saw that quite often with the recent west side story people watching the original West Side Story for the first time. Yeah. Mm. Or, you mm. know, Star Wars coming up and everyone watching the old Star Wars 
for the first time. And it's always really nice to, to, to see that someone enjoying it for the first time. We, mu- we must move on. I, I did watch, tried to watch the, the, the Spielberg West Side Story. I couldn't watch it. It was just, it was terrible. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> Bad. Um, the original is one of my favorite movies. Perfect, yeah. Yeah. But um, well, anyway, I just want to say to you two, this, along with osteoporosis, is something you can look forward to when you get older. <laughs> this is so exciting. I didn't know I had this. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, you're going to be watching like, you'll be like in your 50s, watching young people in their 20s reacting to Twilight and going, oh my God, it's so wonderful. <laughs> we have it. I sure hope so. No, I sure hope they like it. I think we have it. You know, like when like kids today are reacting to like an old iPod. <laughs> or like an old Nokia, I think we have it, but not. We don't look for it because it doesn't validate us. It makes us feel really old. I guess. Yeah, so. no, because you know that your 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 mm, your you thoughts are still way. current. <laughs> Wonderful. So, uh, thank you for confirming my suspicion. Um, and in a moment, we're going to come back with, um, I think, a very important topic uh, about reactions to uh, the notions of children here on a bit of culture BFM eighty nine point nine. And we're back with myself, Cam Raslan, Julian Yap, and Sabrina Yusuf. And now, Sabrina, um, children. Yes. Uh, okay, so a little bit of a backstory. I have a niece. Um, she's, I think, four months old. And she's like the first, I guess, grandchild of the family. Um, so it's my sister above me, my elder sister. Uh so I've never really been, like, a kid's person. Like, I'm just awkward. Um, it's not that I hate them or whatever, but they're just, it's just weird. I'm not, like, you know, as naturally inclined to Lion uh, kids. But, um, and I was, like, building up to the moment of, you know, welcoming this, this new member of the family. I'm, like, having a lot of anxiety about how I'm going to react to this tiny, fragile little thing and whether that's going to, how would that reflect on me as a person? Am I going to be, like... Cause I want to be the cool auntie. I don't want to be like the cold auntie, but I'm not like I'm not good at it. And my, you know, I never really had like a like a kid's plan in my life, um, at least so far anyway. Um, so having this this um, new thing in the family, there's suddenly there's a new dynamic, and everyone is reacting to it at the same time too. Um, the house is just like upside down. Everything is like around this this baby, and I kind of surprised myself a little bit about um, in the way that I kind of handled this whole new dynamic, I guess, mm-hmm. um, because I am still anxious. Uh, I still don't quite know what to do fully. I would like, feel that below the baby, I wouldn't know what to do. But I'm like, mm. okay. I was looking at, I was looking at, I was holding her in my hands and I'm like, I get it. <laughs> you know, whereas before I'm like, kids, why, why, you know, whatever. But like, now I'm like, okay, sure. Okay. <laughs> you know. What, what do you mean? Like you could hear your ov- ovaries suddenly singing? No, in- <laughs> I mean it's a it's a bit of like I don't know. Maybe there's there's a, a little wavering in my mind of like okay lah. Maybe I'm not gonna be such a horrible you know person who's like so cold and don't know how to go around kids. Because part of me like it's like meeting a new person. Yeah. It's the same anxiety as meeting as meeting a new person, but for the rest of their life. Like you're at the yeah. beginning of their life and you want to make sure that, okay, you you better grow up liking me because I'm going to be upset if you don't. Or because the same way I meet new people, I'm like, I'm so scared what they think of me. I want to be a likable person. I don't want, you know, don't want to have any like um, bad feelings or whatever. So 
there's yeah. that kind of pressure as well. Like even now, I'm thinking, ah, now I only I'm only okay because like she's a baby. She doesn't have thoughts or opinions. She has no choice but to need me and want me. And maybe that's why it feels good. Maybe that's why it's like ah, okay, baby, sure. But like it's not just having a baby. It's having a whole person, like for the rest of your life. So like all of that is just kind of like went into my mind um, okay sabrina I, I i don't think you've yet really told us exactly what your no i'm not thinking about but, having no, but we'll, we'll get there we'll get there in a few minutes we'll get we'll break you down uh <laughs> julian you you've said in the past i i think i'm right in saying well you uh, earlier i said something you said in the past and you said don't i'm sorry i ever said that to you but i think you said in the past you don't want kids Damn, your memory is so good. It's crazy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know if I've said it on the show or just to you. You have. You yeah. Have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Really exposed and by cam. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm exactly like Sabrina. I've never thought of myself of having kids. I also don't really particularly enjoy kids, especially when colleagues or anyone, you know, cousins around. I don't know how to play with kids. They've never really been in my plan. Um I've never had this moment of realization that Sabrina has is is describing. It's not a realization. I mean, it's just like ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not I've not seen the light in, when it comes to babies. But I, I I know it's not the same thing. But I kind of had it when um, my dog gave birth, and I brought these puppies up from from the second they came out fresh out of the womb. And I had that where I was like, this dog is bound to me for life. <laughs> and I I think, I don't know if that's what it'll be like having a child, but I, I've never wanted that. I also never have never really enjoyed when people think like, oh, no, which I think Cam has. I think that's what Cam wants to do, which is, ah, no, you're too young. One day you'll get it. One day when your biological <laughs> clock tells you, I'm never going to have that. And I know that now. I if mean, I could get rid of that clock dogs, now, I would. you know, much shorter lifespan than yeah. children. But, I mean, yeah. Considering. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I don't have children. And it's never really crossed my mind to have children. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with my, my reaction with, with babies is similar to what Sabrina was thinking hers might be before she met the baby. Um, and I'm I'm really actually really only interested. They, they only come online for me when they can start kind of talking and stuff. And then I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I like... Mm-hmm. Children at that age, and that they're starting formulating ideas and words and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's quite fun, and I like to take them seriously. But Serena, you, I think you're, you're, yeah. There, there's one step more, perhaps. So you, <laughs> it's not just that you're frightened. You're, you're no longer frightened. You might just drop them on their head. Um, yeah, and but, yeah. you like the idea. You're liking the idea, perhaps, that there is a creature that is somehow really preternaturally connected to you. Yeah, and I'm wary of that also. I think that's part of the reason why, you know, like, like, I don't know if I'm speaking for everyone loud, but like, you know, when everyone says, oh, I've got a baby fever, like, oh, so cute, whatever. And I'm like, I get it. But also, like, you do, this is like, what if, you know, it's, it's, it's. Like I said, that like is it because this this is just a it's a baby that you're looking at that has no um, memory or no conception of you as a person before they were born. Like I'm just holding the baby and I'm like, ha, ah, you don't know what I've done, <laughs> you know. You love me anyway. That's so nice, <laughs> you know. But like yeah. once I, you grow I, up, I agree you with, I agree with you, Sabrina. I, that is the thing that actually I find really hard. It's the responsibility is so enormous mm. that you could mess it up. Yes. And it's like, it's also this whole thing suddenly I'm thinking about, okay, 
every mistake I've ever done <laughs> in my life. I can make it up to it now with this one person. I just don't have to screw it up. One day, you know, I, I just have to be this this kind of like this pillar of, you know, cool auntie. Cool auntie and she's, you know, she's not problematic. She's great. I want to be around her. Because, you know, all your other past relationships in your life, you're kind of like, ah, maybe that worked out. Maybe they didn't. I'm still working on myself. Maybe I have flaws, whatever. But like yeah, with, the, sure. with a new, with a blank slate, you can curate that. <laughs> They're only going to see you at your best and better. Yes. Never the stuff that you've gone through in the past. Yeah, and that's also scary. <laughs> <laughs> you, never have to, you don't have to tell them. I mean, they, they never have to know. I guess. But, you know, like, what if they grow up and they're like, mm, they decide they don't like me as a person. What if they become a person and then they're like, actually, I wouldn't actually be friends with you if you weren't related. You know, like, that <laughs> never had bothered me before. I didn't really care about it. But now I'm like, this. suddenly I care about this person enough for them to want them to like me 10 wow. years, 20 years from now. <laughs> Did this all happen in that one split second as you were holding that child? I mean... It's sort of like, you know, a few months, there's the whole pregnancy and then, you know, the whole confinement and then like actually being around the baby a lot. Um, And I guess all the energies of everyone else around me with the baby. So I guess it kind of like rubbed itself on me. I don't know. But But there is no there is no conclusion as such yet. It's it's a work in progress. No, I mean, I guess the only conclusion is just that I mean, I still, you know, I wouldn't I still don't have kids in my plan of life. But like I get it that people want to have kids i guess <laughs> so now yeah because i'm just like it's cuz it's such a crazy inconceivable thing to have a like a whole person that for the rest of your life you're responsible for this person uh, and at some point they're going to be responsible for you and it's like a whole you know imagine i'm just thinking about everything all the memories and you know all the good stuff the bad stuff all the trauma and everything in my life because i am a person and having that tied to you forever in a baby and as they grow up it's scary so i'm like yeah yeah why would you sign up for that like that's crazy uh, but like I, I guess i guess I, I get it you know like in that moment i, I know where you're coming i agree uh julian are you uh no, are you I'm, in agreement no i'm st- i'm still on the same old boat where pre baby you know pre sabrina baby <laughs> mind i just don't get it i i and I, I, I respect people who do and are, and feel that they are able to take on that responsibility especially people in their mid twenties, you know, you're sort of, you're sort of like figuring out life, and also you have a baby. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I will never. I feel I'll never get it. My mother, who who's not one of the the world's natural mothers, um, I don't think she I don't think she would mind me saying that on it. Um, <laughs> but but she she I, I was always saying to me, it's like don't overthink it. Just you know that they're, they're they're there and just do it. It, you know, it'll happen or not. Well, actually, I don't know if that's necessarily good advice when I look back. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen, you know, like a friend's baby or a, or a sibling's baby or anything or a child and you thought, okay, this kid, I'm going to be the cool uncle and I'm going to bring them up to be a really cool kid. Have you ever had that? No, no, no it's not. It's not my, you know, it, mm. I mean, I, am I still going to know this, the, the parent in 10? I know so many people I don't know anymore <laughs> from, from 10 so don't ago. form that connection with the kid yet. <laughs> yeah, I I have nephew and yeah. nieces, and they're really sweet people. They're, they're wonderful people, and I've never tried to be a major part in their lives. And so it's their choice. Um, but we I get on. I think that's 
I'm just scared of them making that choice and it's not me that they're yeah. choosing. Yeah. Oh, like, really? oh, suddenly I'm like insecure. I'm like, ah, like me, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number one aunt. Yeah. Oh my God, All others forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's what you have your own children for. Oh, God. Oh. Oof. Oof. No. Oof. Later, later. Yeah. Later. Yeah. But okay. also, I mean, that's what, friend, that's what friends are for. You know, you get to... Yeah. You get to have that connection be the super cool like friend aunt who comes yeah. around for and, a little bit and then and the mouth ones they start crying yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay oh, we'll, we'll come back to this one <laughs> who knows uh, not, like, we could be doing this and you'll be like covered in nappies and have Jordan all over you oh my god yeah. um, oh no look, <laughs> at, look on their faces <laughs> Ooh, no yeah. well, okay and that folks is why the uh, the, the demographics in Malaysia are <laughs> <laughs> revealed a lot today aging population um, okay, well, we move on, and uh, good luck with the, being the best aunt in the world, Sabrina. Thank you. Thank you. I'm best. sure you'll do it. I'm sure you'll do it. Okay. And we move on to recommendations, where we recommend something that we think might be of interest, and uh, Julian goes first. I would like to recommend a film called Belle, um, B-E-L-L-E. Um, it was in cinemas a few months ago, I think maybe back in January, but I missed it then, and it's on Netflix now, so you can get it. It, it, it is on Netflix. Netflix has completely buried it, so you're going to have to you know, search it up. It's an anime film. Um, it's directed by Mamoru Hosoda. Um, if anyone's watched Mirai or The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, it's a very he's, he's a pretty popular Japanese animation director. Um, and Belle is... I found it really fun. It's about, um, very timely, a kid who is, you know, a regular quiet kid in a really small town. And there is this incredible, huge... Kind of, it, I think it's supposed to be some of, kind of like the animation version of the metaverse. Everyone has a profile on there. You can have a second, a second personality. Bringing it back to my topic, you know, where you can have that anonymity online and you can reinvent yourself and have present yourself in the way that, and you don't, and you don't have to share who you are. So the big super weapon of this film is that we are going to unveil you. That is what they kind of threaten you with you're going to bail you online everyone's going to find out that you're just a little kid in the middle of japan and the the world the online world that they've built is really beautiful um in that world she is she is this character called bell and she is the most listened to musician because she's got this beautiful singing voice and everyone wants to know who is bell and everyone wants to hear bell and at the same time behind that there is a beauty and the beast inspired story a lot of the clip, or a lot of the animation from it looks a lot like the Disney Beauty and the Beast version uh, movie from nineteen eighty something, nineteen ninety something, and yeah, it's great. I I like I liked it a lot. The music is really good. Oh, okay. Uh, Sabrina, you are anime Japanese Japanese uh, anime fan. Movie? I had. I mean, I've I've seen some anime in in school, Kaigatsu Sakura and whatever, but like no, not not in recent years. Um, but I think. I've seen, um, like, screenshots or clips of the film that you're talking about, and it looks really nice. It's beautiful. It really nice. Yeah. yeah. I wish I'd seen it in the cinema where it was huge, and it feels very immersive as well. So if you've got a big screen at home and you're able to watch that, that would be a good way to watch it. Okay. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. It is way outside my comfort zone. Yeah. It's a I'm bit of a, it's a bit of a, you know, you got to move, you don't have to work so hard. I think his, this director's films in the past, you've had to work a little bit harder to like kind of get it, understand it because he is working on the real life story and the online story. And, you know, 
it, you don't have to work so hard for this one. I think everyone can enjoy it. It's a good one. Okay, because it what everything you said makes no sense to me whatsoever. But okay. I'm going to give it a try. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And name of the film again? Bell. Bell on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. So uh, my my recommendation is also on Netflix actually. And uh, last week we had Simway Boone was on the show, and he was his topic was about how come there are all these. Um, movies and documentaries about scam artists and, and stuff. And I was like, yeah, they're rubbish. I hate them. I never watched one. And then I watched one. And, <laughs> and it's really good. Um, it's called Trust No One, which I think just the title alone describes the entire genre. Uh, it's all about trust. So in this particular case, it's about a, a Canadian Bitcoin currency exchange owner who suddenly died uh, and apparently with him with his death went all the the passwords into the accounts and so uh people were frozen out of uh 250 million dollars worth of money which by malaysian standards is just like that's just you know an evening in in las vegas but um but yeah no, it, and it's really well done the scam is dead he died. Uh, you know, I haven't finished it yet so oh, so okay, so okay. you know no spoilers uh okay. <laughs> it's, it's really good <laughs> It, it's a it, it's a story that actually happened just a year or so ago, and it, it caught my attention back then because of my natural antipathy for Bitcoin and yeah. all things new. And um, so it's just you know, and it's a documentary just, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just no, it's a single a uh, uh, single episode documentary. Oh, okay. Trust no one. It's very good. And uh, yeah, I'd never thought of that. <laughs> what have you learned coming out of it, though? You know. Besides, more so, don't trust anyone. Um, it's it's the issue of trust and the the perennial um, con man. Just putting more shades on my understanding of a con man. You know, Trump is so sort of cartoonishly con man, but you know, trying to learn. I think we all want to know who can we trust. Because we've got to have some modicum of trust in order to operate. And I think it comes back to your topic, really. Um, uh, Julian, it's about trust in 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 this strange world. So that's uh, my uh, recommendation. Um, trust no one. Sabrina. Uh, so I don't know if this counts as a recommendation, but um, there is something that I've learned. Uh, so last week I got like a weird, I got like a stomach flu thing, and then you know, so it got really like gassy and stuff like that. And I and I and I heard that oh, if you are prone to like gassiness. Um, as I am, don't drink from straws because <laughs> because you are every time you take a sip, you are drinking, you are taking in the air that's that's in the straw before the water comes up. And I've been avoiding <laughs> straws like <laughs> like no one's business. I'm like, mm, mm, no straws, not for any environmental reason. But I'm just like, don't want to be gassy. This is a so, TikTok. This yeah, is, me- yeah, this yes, is yes. a recommendation, media recommendation. Yes, this is a, this is a <laughs> TikTok yeah. recommendation. But you're presumably you're drinking a fizzy drink through your straw. So the bubbles in that just, that's, yeah, you're just like air on air. I guess so. But I do have like a tumbler at home, like a like a metal tumbler thing with a straw um, that I just put like plain water in. And I had been like guzzling that. And I'm like, okay, actually, I don't know what the science is, but it makes sense. And I was, I'm just like, actually, yeah, you know, n- no more straws. Until this blows over. And it's, it's, I guess I'm fine now. <laughs> it's working. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I've not had anybody on a bit of culture 
Uh, talk about their gassiness, especially, <laughs> especially not on their debut. Sorry. So, <laughs> it's just on my mind. This is perfect. Yeah. And, and also, you know, how, how you're suspicious of children. It, it's fantastic. Um, okay, so the recommendation is don't use straws. Not for environmental reasons, but because to avoid gassiness. Yeah, yeah. If you're prone to that stuff, you know, but yeah. So all my gassy people out there, I got your back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina's here with the hacks. <laughs> I Is yours it. a big community? I uh, sure hope so. I mean, it won't be great to be the only guest in the representation we yeah. have now. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know. Find me the, the, the YouTube um, The reaction video. Yeah. Reactions to gassiness. Yeah. Okay, well then, and on that bombshell, we come to the end of this week's episode of A Bit of Culture. And um, it only reminds me to uh, thank um, two people in one screen for me, which is quite amazing. Since COVID times, I've not seen this on A Bit of Culture. Yay. Julian Yap, thank you. Thank you so much. This has been super fun. Uh-huh. And uh, Sabrina Yusuf, um, fantastic having you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll see you again soon, I'm sure. And uh, meantime, please don't drop your sister's baby on No, the floor. <laughs> I should. I, I, no. And no straws for anyone. Yeah, no, no straws. Stop it, people. <laughs> <laughs> and myself, Cam Rasland. Please join us next week for another exciting episode of A Bit of Culture here on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.